Hey guys, in this episode we're going to talk about scheduling, uh, how long yards to take, you know, timing that out, um, and some effective ways to streamline mowing, as well as some other things. Hope y'all enjoy. Uh, I will warn you, the Wi-Fi was a little spotty, so there are some times uh, where there's a little bit of feedback, but I hope you can get the information out of it. And I really enjoyed interviewing with Killian, and I hope y'all enjoy it as well. Welcome to Teen Turf Talk, where we empower teenagers to turn their lawn care skills into successful businesses. I'm your host and lawn care enthusiast, Hunter Warren, and whether you're a budding entrepreneur or simply want to make some extra cash, we've got you covered. So let's get ready to mow down the competition and rake in the profits. If you're ready to join in, then let's dive in and grow together. Back to the Grass Money Podcast. Um, today here we're here with uh, Killian Kirby, and Hello. he's going to introduce himself. Uh, just a couple of questions. Uh, how did you start your lawn care business? Uh, how long ago, and how many customers do you have? All right. Well, um, I started working in lawn care uh, about four or five years ago, uh, kind of the start of middle school, when I was given a lawnmower as a birthday gift and I, I kind of just started cutting like my parents lawn and then the neighbor's lawn and then it turned into a, a pretty big business that I have now seven clients pretty much all spread across the neighborhood and uh, outside of my neighborhood like a few miles away cool so how, how much is that bringing in a month and uh, how, how did you choose, why did you choose lawn care? Uh, right now, um, clients are pretty, it's based on the client schedule. So um, most of the time, some clients will want it uh, either every other week or once a week. So it, I mean, it really depends, but I mean, per lawn, it's, it's been about 200 a month, usually. Um, 200 to 250 it's usually around 40 30 to 40 bucks on per lawn i'd say the number one thing that really got me into the lawn care business was um just kind of people's don't take care of their lawns um and then when you offer help with that with something that seems like a pain to a lot of people um most people will kind of scoop that up as an opportunity really no matter the cost um obviously you know keeping it um in a ballpark um not anything outrageous but i mean even just driving in a neighborhood you can see the people that really just don't take care of the lawns so you know marketing myself as um a lawn care you know person who is really interested in the business and you know just trying to make extra money um putting out ads for myself on Facebook and um, going door to door almost, just asking people if they'd like their lawn done, uh, turned into something that I've been really passionate about. So past two or three years has been like serious business. I've worked for different people um, across the states that I've lived in. Um, But I mean, in the end, I mean, I really was making more working on my own. So. I ended up just kind of turning it into my own business and um, it's been working out pretty well. Yeah, that's awesome. I just want to circle back for one one thing you said there uh, about making other people's uh, yards look better in your neighborhood. 
I, I find the same thing there. Um, I definitely feel like, you know, it, it's a certain pride that you find in your work, um, mm, especially to make, you know, your neighborhood and your surrounding area look a lot better. Um, I, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, especially with uh, HOAs uh, that are in almost every neighborhood down here. It's like, you know, you got to have, you got to tidy up. So a lot of people who aren't interested in, you know, making that extra two hours into their day to go cut the lawn, you know, are really up for paying to uh, have someone else do it. So, yeah, absolutely. So today we're going to talk about um, pacing yourself, uh, creating your own hours and staying on track. Why do you feel that these topics are important to you? Well, I feel like the number one thing for me is staying on track and really like, you know, basing myself off the schedule um, that I create. And um, when you go to do a lawn and you're not staying on track and it's taking you longer than it should, um, it's going to end up, it's, it's cutting into your day, especially when you have stuff to do. So I guess, um, the number one thing for me would be staying on track because I mean, when I had just started my business, I was in middle school. Um, I had, I think two or three clients in my neighborhood that I would walk the lawnmower to. And, you know, starting off, I was making like 20 bucks a lawn and it was, it would end up making me like five to six bucks an hour if I was really cutting it up into hourly portions and how much time I spend kind of just dilly-dallying not really doing anything um and then you you know you look at the time you're spending on the lawns and how much it should be taking and you know it's 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 really important to stay on track and on time so you can fit in those extra few customers and really make the most out of your time and make the most amount of money you can. That's awesome. So staying on track for you would be kind of uh, maximizing your time and uh, having good time management skills? Yeah, definitely. So how do you feel that, that you've been able to make your mowing more efficient? Um, and, and therefore save you time? Um, I'd say the number one thing about, you know, time efficiency has been, uh, obviously, you don't, you know, you don't rush through a client's lawn. That's not something you do. Um, you want to take your time with it, make it look nice. But if you can go to a, a job, you know, fully prepared, uh, gas in the lawnmower, gas in the weed whacker, um, pretty much everything laid out uh the day before or a couple hours before you're about to do your lawns and just like maximizing your time efficiency so you don't have to go back to the truck and get the gas or go fill up the gas tank or go grab more weed whacker wire or whatever it may be you know you're you're maximizing um really doing the lawn is your 90% of your time is being spent there um getting rid of you know breaks that you're taking um unnecessarily like if you're going to a a job um and this job is a fairly decently sized lawn and it shouldn't really take you more than an hour and it's taking you two and a half you know that's 
and you're you could have done two more clients that day and you're trying to you know squeeze them in later on in the week so i feel like that's one thing that's one of the reasons why i have more clients now than i did last year was because i just i maximized my time efficiency um i really when you're when you're doing the lawn itself you know you, you got to take your time you got to make sure your lines are straight you know um doing the most to make their lawn look as nice as possible but in the end you know you you do have to you know make sure that your hourly schedule is is going by at a, a pretty quick pace and you know you're getting stuff done definitely yeah so do you have any examples or i, I don't know like uh how did how did you find out how long a yard should take and be able to uh rate how effective you're using your time well, I mean, one of the things that you can do is you can you can get a few clients and you can base them out on how big their lawn is. And, you know, I have two or three clients right now that are neighbors, all three of them. Um, and I cut all three of their lawns on the same day. And they all have different size lawns. The first one is uh, just the front lawn. They don't want me to do the back, so they, I, they only make me do the front. Um, and then the second, the second house, uh, they make you do the front and the back, pretty much the same size front yard as the other house, but the backyard is decently sized. And then the third house is, uh, it's right at the end of the street and it's the biggest, it's the biggest yard. And I charge a different price for all these people. And then in a day, I, these, these days that I have to do all three of these lawns at the same days are pretty much the longest, the longest work days because... I mean, they're the most amount of lawns I do in any of my weekdays, three. Um, and I mean, it pays, it pays well, but it's a lot of work. So the first thing I would do, um, kind of figure out how long a lawn it's going to take is, you know, base it off of the size, because I mean, that's, that's really going to be the main thing. Um, you go, I went to the first house and I did that front, front yard, no distractions, no breaks, no nothing in 30 minutes right front yard done and then you go to the second house and you kind of base okay the front lawn was the same size so this should take 30 plus maybe 45 for the back so now you're taking um around 75 minutes for that one and then the third lawn is the biggest and that one's going to take you an hour and a half so really you know there should be time where you know you have to go grab some water or like refill your gas tank but I guess um, the main thing for these, like basing out your time and fitting it into your schedule well, would definitely be, um, you know, maybe sharing the time in the schedule. So um, if you've got something to do at noon, right, that doesn't have something to do with mowing, um, you can kind of, okay, let's get the first longest lawn done. Um, early in the morning, right? Let's get let's get this lawn done early. Uh, get it over with. So then at noon you go do your thing, and then you get home, and you go and you bang out the last two lawns. I guess that would be the main example of time efficiency is like taking a, a day schedule and basing off every lawn based on how how long it's going to take. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. I have a couple questions on that. Um, so first, 
you said that you uh, price based on how much time and how big the yard was. Does the amount of edging uh, have any effect on that? Yeah, so some, some clients do prefer that uh, I use the, the trimmer and just kind of get the edges. Um, some of them prefer me to go like almost behind the fences and get some of the weeds behind the fences. Um, most of the time, if it's not a huge lawn, I won't charge extra for the edging. And then if you go to, let's say the lawn that takes an hour and a half, and they want the full service, they want mowing, uh, weeding, um, they want the whole fence edged, they want behind the fence edged, I'd probably end up charging a little bit more um, for the edging on that. And then, I mean, as time-wise, that won't that won't take much longer i mean if you if you know how to do it um it should take more than an extra 15 to 20 minutes um and again if the one is super small if the one is super small i won't upcharge for that so but for larger lawns you have the edging as an upcharge and then you just have the base mowing price yeah, usually. Sometimes uh, larger lawn clients, uh, they would rather me not do the edging. Um, I have that for two of my clients right now. Uh, it's something that they like to go out and do their, themselves, which is, you know, personal preference. But uh, yeah. Next topic. <laughs> um, so you mentioned that you schedule uh, based on, you know, if you have something at 12 o'clock um, and working your calendar to find stuff. Uh, to fit the, in those gaps. So do you use a scheduling app for that? Or are you just using calendar? Is, is there a, a, a heads up notice to the customer? You know, you text them 24 hours before uh, telling them, you know, I'm coming tomorrow or something like that. Uh, that's a great question. So yeah, uh, you know, staying in, staying in touch with your clients is a big thing because, you know, you can't show up to a client's house, you know, at a time you choose and just do it. Because, you know, they might not know that you're coming that day and they might not have your money ready or um, they don't want you to do it that week or something like that. So I recommend that if you market yourself correctly and you you get yourself out there into the, the mowing business, right? Let's say you, you make an ad on Facebook Marketplace. You say, okay, I'm mowing lawns uh, for set prices. You know, I can come by and look at the lawn and price it out. Get the phone number then, you know, because that's, that's going to be a huge thing. Um, I usually, uh, I use a scheduling app. Um, I use a reminder app, um, that will give alerts on my phone when, uh, 24 hours and then 50 minutes before I have that scheduled. And then usually, uh, at the start of every work week, I text every single client and I see if they want their lawn done that week. If we're still up for the schedule we had and, um, sometimes they'd like, uh, I have a client across the street who changes um, if they want it week, weekly or bi-weekly. So I always text that client and I say, oh, hey, would you like your lawn done bi-weekly or weekly um, this month? And when would you like me to come by and do it? And then also setting time frames um, on, your, on your apps, on your scheduling apps is a big thing because you, know, you, could, you could go into a scheduling app and you could say, okay, well, I have this tomorrow, right? Well, what else do you have that day? You know what I mean? Um, do you have something outside of the house? Uh, do you have something going on 
um, later on that day. You know, you, setting times is a big thing. All right, we're back after some technical difficulties. Um, yes. So, Killian, what are some tips that you could um, give to people just starting out uh, with regards to scheduling? Okay, so the main thing that I would suggest when it comes to starting off a new business is not um, being reckless with how much you can do. Um, Because when I had first started around three years ago with a serious business in mind and really wanting to you know make make the amount of money that a real job would make um and you know starting off with you know marketing myself and trying to get clients and stuff um the number one problem i ran into was like over scheduling or under scheduling or not scheduling at all um so one of the main things that i ran into with over scheduling was i would have three clients and I would try to do them all on the same day and then I would have two other things outside of the house that day and it would end up completely falling apart I'd have to tell a client that I can't come that day so staying on top of your scheduling is a huge huge thing Um, especially with things like you know just being being real like you can't you can't say oh I can get all three of those lawns done in in a day when you really can't you know you gotta you gotta stay true to like you know what is actually going to be happening that day and you know how much you can actually get done so um keeping on track with the scheduling apps is a super huge thing um and i definitely recommend using one if you if you don't like apps you can always do like a paper schedule i did that for a while and it worked pretty well um like just making a google doc or uh, sheets of like what you need to do all in columns what you need to do, what you need to get done, um, times, uh, how much money that job makes and everything like that. Um, scheduling is a super important thing because you will lose track if you don't. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have a couple things to add to that. Um, first, I mean, I, I try to schedule, uh, with two to three yards every time I go out, um, just because it's easier to load up the trailer um, once rather than every day. Um, do you feel that you do that the same? Yeah, definitely. Uh, if I if I know that I can get two to, two or more lawns done a day, I will definitely try to do that. And then if I end up not being able to, um, sometimes I will um, just keep the stuff on the trailer, honestly, um, and get it done the next morning because. You know, it's a pain to do all that stuff, um, driving back and forth to jobs and stuff like that. Uh, it's a lot of equipment. So, um, you know, if you can get as much as you think, if you can get a ton done in a day, then do it. You know, if, try and get as much done in one day because you'll end up really thanking yourself for that the next day or the next two days when you have nothing going on and you have free time. Because, you know, this this job is, it's a big thing. And it's overlooked by a lot of the people coming into the job. Um, just saying, okay, I'm going to cut a few lawns, you know. It's it's hard to stay on, tra- on top of everything all at the same time. So, 
definitely if I can fit in, you know, even sometimes four lawns in a day, you know, when I don't have anything outside of the house, four or five lawns a day, if I can get all of them done, I will. Like, it's important to try and, you know, finish up as fast as possible, so. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of our viewers are part-time or, you know, side hustle people. So, I mean, with it being part-time, you want it to be part-time. And I feel like when you do one a day, you know, that hour lawn that normally takes you an hour uh, is going to take you longer just, you know, and then you're all mess, you're all dirty. Um, and I feel like putting them together like that and kind of blocking out, uh, all right, Mondays, I'm going to cut as many as I can. And then Tuesday through Friday, I can do whatever I want. Um, I, I think that's really important. Um, definitely for longevity of, of uh, how long you can do it and keep up with it and uh, also yeah. how effective you are. Mm -hmm. One thing I'd like to add to that is instead of thinking of one lawn as a job um, to be done that day, you can think of two lawns together or three lawns together as a job that day. You know, um, yeah. kind of putting it into blocks, you know, instead of thinking, okay, I have to do that lawn and then that lawn and then that lawn, you can think, okay, I have to do these lawns, you know, kind of putting it all together into one so it doesn't get all jumbled up and you end up confusing yourself over the scheduling and everything. So, I have a question uh, with regards to blocking your time like that. Do you have a block uh, set aside for like projects? Um, you know, like trimming bushes or doing mulch, or do you do projects along with your mowing services? It, yes. So usually uh, when I have projects to do for certain clients, like uh, I had one client last month, um, me and one of my friends, we went out and we built a whole fireplace for them, uh, like cinder block fireplace with uh, metal sheets and everything we bought. And... I mean, you really, you, you can't, unless, you know, it's a small project, you really shouldn't be doing their lawn and then another lawn and then that project, you know, the project should be set aside unless it can be done. I mean, you know, you should try to, but projects should really be set aside. Um, you know, mulching, stuff like that, I guess could be done in the same day. But if you've got four lawns that day, and two of them have you scheduled to do mulching and, and trimming of the bushes, then you should totally break it up, you know, block the lawns, block the, the trimming and the mulching um, to either different days or um, different times, you know, come back later or do it early in the morning, whatever, whatever, whenever your schedule, um, you have to keep it, you have to keep it real, you have to keep it um, making sense, uh, definitely. So, you know, um, don't be afraid to, you know, tell a customer, sorry, I can't, you know, because if you end up over scheduling, like I said, it's going to turn into a, a huge mess of, you know, what you can and can't do that day. So, you know, your customer asks, Hey, can you, can you mow the lawn? Can you do the trimming? Can you do the mulching? Can you do the, the hedges and stuff like that? And I was like, I can't, you know, I have this many lawns. I can come back either tomorrow, next week, whatever, whenever you can. Um, because in the end, you know, it's going to end up making you more money if you schedule yourself out in a, a realistic way. That's interesting. I, to play devil's advocate here, um, I, I know a lot of people would say that, you know, you're already at that customer's house, and, and why would you not go ahead and 
do the mulch while you're already there. Why do you feel that it's more efficient for you to do that at a separate time? Well, uh, kind of going back to what I said, I, I do block stuff. Blocking stuff is, is kind of how, <laughs> how I schedule stuff. So um, I guess if you have the equipment needed to do the project um, automatically, I guess you could say that um, you could end up doing it all together. But I mean, really, in the long run, um, personally, I, I block my time. So it's just, it's it's my own um, personal opinion. You know, if you feel like you can, you can get more done based off of, you know, being at that current job site that you're at or um, whatever needs to be done there, doing it all at once. But I mean, when you, when you have fewer clients, I feel like that's way easier to do, especially if you have fewer clients scheduled for that day. Like if I have two clients scheduled for a day, um, I'd be, I'd be definitely up for, you know, doing the projects at their houses, uh, that day. But if I have four and two projects, I might split it up. So my question to you is, do you feel that you work faster by coming back on another day? Um, and if not, do you compensate by charging more for having to travel twice? That's a great question. So one of the things that I would um, kind of look over before I made a decision like that would be um, how far is the destination, um, how far I have to travel to get the work done. and. Um, you know, if it's something in within walking distance, um, like a house in the na same neighborhood as me, I probably wouldn't charge more if I decide to end up coming back uh, a later date for a project or um, a separate task other than m just mowing and trimming the lawn. So um, maybe mulch, planting trees, uh, doing something that has to do other than just the lawn. Um, but if the distance is kind of farther away um, so talking maybe 5 10 15 minute drive um, I would say that the overall charge would be more from the start so um, if I have a house in my neighborhood that I'm charging uh, $40 for the lawn and 15 for a project uh, the base price that would be the base price uh, for an in-neighborhood job. And then if you're an out-of-neighborhood, I would charge maybe five to ten more dollars for base price of the lawn. Um, and then, you know, an upcharge for however the scale of the lawn or the scale of how much they want me to do. So I guess uh, just kind of changing the base price would be the main uh, part of that. Absolutely. And I mean, I think that's a really good point because, you know, this is this podcast is geared towards teenagers and a lot of teenagers, you know, either can't drive or would rather drive somewhere close and starting in your neighborhood is a great spot. Um, and a lot of those people yeah, know you or definitely want to help you out um, in some yeah. capacity. Mm -hmm. And I also know that um, on th places like Facebook or uh, other social media websites, uh, there's neighborhood uh, groups that people can join within the neighborhood and you can make posts to your own neighborhood and 
ask if people need their lawns done or uh, people in the surrounding neighborhoods that is very close within walking distance, a uh, short car ride, uh, whatever it may be. You can. There's really tons of ways to get yourself out there just in your own neighborhood. Going to door to door even works. A Facebook page and putting putting yourself out there on the Facebook page is always a good way to go. I know where we live, they're moving to uh, more of a community mailbox kind of system. And that's always a great place to market yourself as well. You know, putting a little poster or something up there. Yeah, um, our again, neighborhood has poster boards. Are... So we, uh, sure. we make posts every once in a while. There's like dog walkers and other people that help out around the neighborhood um, for, you know, some of the complexes have uh, group mailboxes that I've made posts on and stuff like that. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, cool. I mean, I feel like um, that in market in uh, neighborhood marketing is definitely the way to go. So you had mentioned earlier that you were charging, you know, like fifty dollars. Was that fifteen or fifty? I don't, I don't remember. Um, but are you charging that based on an hourly or um, based on product price? How are you, how are you pricing those out? I wouldn't say necessarily that it would be an hourly charge just because, you know, you can get your work done in four hours or 30 minutes. Um, it's really your own pace. But I would say based, based off of, you know, certain lines that I've had to do, um, I'd say that the main point of charging is the scale and the size of the lawn. And then, uh, like I said earlier, how much they want me to do with the lawn. So... Um, the base price can be set really anywhere from $25 to $50, just kind of like a, a starting, starting price. And then, you know, can always be upcharged or downcharged depending on different changes they make within, you know, how much they want me to do. Or, I mean, you can really, you can really, um, go to a lawn, you know, a couple weeks before you schedule your first appointment with the customer and you can kind of, you know, talk with them and say, hey, this is how much I would charge for this lawn, you know, kind of giving a quote um, because, you know, you want to check out the lawn before you say, this is how much I'm going to charge you. So I know that um, my first lawn in my neighborhood this year was, uh, it was a smaller lawn, but he had contacted me through Facebook Marketplace and kind of said to me that, uh, hey, I need my lawn done. Um, I'd really be interested in you coming, coming by and taking a look at it. And I said, absolutely. I came by, I took a look. wasn't a great, wasn't a huge mansion-sized lawn, but it was it was fairly fairly sized. So I ended up charging thirty-five plus another ten for um, hedge trimming and uh, trimming in general. And we still have that lawn to this day. No changes, same price. So uh, one thing I would definitely recommend is going ahead and taking a look at the size. And giving a quote before you make an official price yeah i think that's really good um yeah i mean i have a minimum charge of 45 dollars i mean most of the yards in my neighborhood are, are pretty big or the ones that aren't are on pretty big hills um but i think there's got to be some kind of minimum charge in there just to yeah. make sure it's worth your time you know definitely i mean if you if you're uh, kind of getting your business started more and you end up deciding that I, I wouldn't take a lawn that's so small that I'm charging less than a certain amount. 
So kind of just a front yard or something that's just a time consumer that's not really needed. I mean, you know, rejecting a customer is it's always something that, you know, you don't feel great about doing. But I mean, sometimes it is definitely necessary if you want to continue your business and grow it. Um, I've had people contact me about doing their lawn and I just say, I'm sorry, but I don't take lawns of this size. Um, it, if they want me to just do a, a tiny part of the backyard, you know, it's, it's definitely not worth the time and effort and money. So, um, you know, if you, if you start to grow your business, I mean, obviously accepting as many as you can when you start off, but once you start growing your business, I, I would definitely recommend, you know, kind of setting yourself at a minimum price, you know, how much do you want to sell your product for? Um, because, you know, you don't want to cheat yourself out of a deal by just taking the minimum. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I've never, I've never told somebody that I wouldn't cut it. You know, I've always said there's a price for everything. So <laughs> even like really tough yards, I'll just price it to where, you know, I'll, I'll, it's worth it for me. So even, you know, your example there was the backyard. I might still price it at $45, even if it's, you know, a thousand square feet and it takes yeah. me five minutes you know yeah i understand if you don't want to pay it i wouldn't pay it but i mean you're the one calling me for a thousand right. square feet of right yard, yeah know? i mean when you when you start to kind of like base all base all your lawns out and you put them on paper you really want to start setting your setting your prices kind of at the same rate for all of them you know uh kind of keeping it in inside of a ballpark that you're comfortable with um obviously you know you don't you don't want to charge a low amount for a lawn even like you said even if it's super small you know you want to be charging your minimum price because it's yours it's your business so you know always always base off of what what you're able to get done and what you're doing at the current moment um, because you don't want to have uh, a bunch of lawns that are super big and then a bunch of lawns that are super small and charge a varying amount of prices you know you want to you want to bring in the same amount of income and I mean bring in as much as possible because that's the end goal Yep, absolutely. I, uh, yeah, money's the goal. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So one final question for you. If there was one piece of advice that you could give yourself before starting your lawn care business, what would it be? It's a great question. Um, man, you really got to think about that one. Um, there's so much to be said about, you know, entrepreneurship and especially in this business, which is you know, a really popular one for teens. Um, I mean, if I could go back in time and just tell myself one thing, it would definitely be um, market yourself as best as possible. Don't be afraid of the no's um, and the declines, you know, get yourself out there and um, really, really just, you know, put yourself in a position where you are available to everyone you know um like i said way earlier uh facebook marketplace uh door to door um really whatever you could do to just kickstart business is super beneficial and will really get you really far in the long run well that's very good. Uh, not exactly one piece, but uh, we'll take it. That was, I tried. Got it's a lot to cover. There. So, <laughs> all right. Well, it was great, great uh, talking with you. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. 
Please follow to keep up with all the latest episodes and make sure to share to help your friends start their lawn care businesses. I'll see you next week and don't forget to hit that follow button and embrace the work. Show the world you have what it takes to make grass money.